Welcome to the Love Your Frickin' Life podcast. I'm your host, Emily, and over the years, I've been diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and OCD tendencies. But I still love my frickin' life. I truly believe that you can both take care of your mental health and learn to love this big, beautiful life. These are the lessons I've learned in doing so. Thank you so much for being here. Hey guys, welcome back to the Love Your Freaking Life podcast. This week I'm adding an extra episode to talk about something very close to my heart and very heavy on my heart this week. I Before I get started, I want to put in a formal trigger warning for the topics of death and of loss. If these are subjects that are hard for you, as they are many of us, I want to make sure that um, you have a warning that those conversations are coming. While of course I try to approach everything with a growth mindset and with love and grace, I want to make sure that you're also giving yourself love and grace regarding these topics. So please um, listen and invest as you see fit. Thank you. I'm going to start this episode out so honest. I've tried to say this introduction so many times and I, I truly don't know what to say. I don't know how to announce this topic to begin telling my story so I'm I'm just going for it. This is a very, very vulnerable episode for me, but I think it's really important and I hope it can be educational and also encouraging. Fifteen years ago today, I lost my dad to his battle with cancer. My dad, Daryl, fought leukemia, a type of blood cancer, for nine months and during that time taught me so much about strength and courage and hope and love, and appreciating life on this earth while we have it. My dad was the best human being. He was hilarious and kind and loved and enjoyed life so very much. I'm so grateful to have learned that from him. While losing my dad and my hero and my best friend changed me in ways that I couldn't have imagined at nine years old, and I still sometimes struggle to process at 24. I learned so much about myself, about healing and grief and loss, about inner strength and the beauty of life and how blessed I am to have the people that I do on this planet. And I'm not for one second going to pretend that that's easy. That Time heals all wounds. I don't believe that. I think time helps your day-to-day. Time helps you learn to look back on memories with a grateful heart. But those wounds are still there. I miss my dad every day. And I'm able to do that most of the time now from a place of gratitude for having him as long as we did for gratitude of the things that he taught me while he was here, the things I've learned in having to learn to live without him. But that doesn't mean it doesn't freaking hurt sometimes. <laughs> Especially on days like this, like his birthday, like Father's Day. There are times that will always hurt more than others. And so now that I've started this podcast, I want to be able to share my perspective on grief and on the cycle of grief 
as I know it, as I've grown up with it, and as I've learned it. Again, I've said in other episodes, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist. I've just been through some stuff and I'm just here to share my story. I remember learning about the stages of grief for the first time. I remember feeling so validated when my therapist told me that my feelings were normal and that they have this down to a science. They have that this is in every psychology book that it's normal to feel all of these things that you're feeling. So quickly, if you're not familiar with the stages of grief, there are a bunch of different versions of them by a bunch of different um, amazing scientists and psychologists and therapists. I'm going to go through the basic five stages of grief that are pretty common across the board. The first stage is denial. Those are the initial shocking thoughts of this can't be happening There's no way this happened. This didn't happen. This has to be a bad dream. Denying that this could be a new reality. The second stage is anger. This can come out in anger towards the person you lost, towards whatever it was that took them from you, anger at God or the universe or whatever it is you believe in for allowing this to happen, anger at the situation you're in, the situation you were left in. Feelings of intense anger at the loss and at what happened. The third stage of grief is bargaining. This is often those what-if statements. What if they had caught it sooner or received treatment sooner? What if I had done something differently? What if the doctors had done something differently? What if I had been a better person? What if they had been a better person? What if, what could I have done differently to stop this from happening? It's that bargaining with the world, with God, with yourself. What if, what could we have done to stop this from happening? The fourth stage is depression. This is typically out of a place of exhaustion and out of, you can't deny it because it's the truth. Being angry hasn't changed anything. You can't bargain with the past. So it falls into depression. The last stage is acceptance. And that often is what comes out of the depression. Because at some point, you can't change what happened. You can't change what happened. You can change who you become because of it. You can change your relationships with the people around you. The safety precautions you take the way you choose to get the most out of life. Last stage is acceptance because we have to accept loss as the truth. As I said, that was a lot to unpack at nine years old. And now, 15 years later, I have a better understanding of the stages of grief as more of a really messy cycle of grief that never truly ends. When you look into the five stages of grief, sometimes they're shown in chronological order. Sometimes they're shown as a graph, a roller coaster. Sometimes they're shown as a cycle. And I'm finally starting to see images of them being shown as the words with a bunch of scribbles in between them because there's no rhyme or reason to how you feel these stages. I think initially, a lot of people go through the five stages in that order, 
and then cycle through in some messy combination of all of the above. That's what I want to validate. That's what I want you to know and accept and understand is completely normal and okay and valid. It's been 15 years and I still feel stage one denial some days, especially given the fact that it's been 15. There's no way it's been 15 years without him. There's no way I lived through that at nine years old. There's, there's no way that this happened in my life. I feel stage two anger because dang it, I want him here. It's unfair that I don't get to live life with him. I have stage three bargaining with what if this isn't how it was meant to go? What if the doctors could have done something differently? What if he tried a different type of treatment? What if the what ifs? Days like today, I fall into stage four depression where, damn it, I just miss him. I think about everything that I loved about him and everything I wish I had gotten to know as I got older. And I work really hard to see the fifth stage of grief with acceptance. As I said, my dad was well known as the life of the party. He loved his friends. He loved his family. He loved his hobbies. He taught me the importance of enjoying life long before we knew his was coming to an end. And right after I find that acceptance, I'm angry again. <laughs> and that's okay. That's really what I want to get out of this episode is it's important to understand each of the stages of grief and that they're normal, but also that they don't go in order. I don't know who first called them stages. They were trying to get it down on paper, and we love that they did that. But if there's anything I've learned, it's that it's just a mess of emotions, always, and that's okay. It took me a long time to accept that and understand that that's okay, that it's okay if I can find acceptance, but also sometimes I feel angry or sometimes I want to bargain with the universe. It's really okay, but it's very important to remind yourself why you're at stage five acceptance, how you got there, how you can get back there, how you can allow your brain and your heart back into acceptance. And it's not easy. And some days, it doesn't feel possible. It's okay to have days of anger, days of depression. But I think then it's important to remind yourself that the person you lost doesn't want you to sit in days of anger and depression. They want you to live out the legacy that they didn't get to anymore. In one of her books, Rachel Hollis said, living is the greatest honor you can give to the person you lost. And I have found that to be so incredibly true as I take on adulthood and learning how to do life and how to approach life in hard times, in great times. And that's a huge part of where Love Your Frickin' Life came from. Because 
I truly believed, for the most part, my dad loved his freaking life. He loved 37 years of life. And truly, we don't know how many years we've got. But I want to love every single one of them. And I want you to do the same. Because I promise they want you to do the same. The person or the people you've lost want you to chase your dreams and go on adventures and enjoy every second you have on this planet. I choose to believe that our loved ones are watching us from somewhere. And I hope my dad and everyone else I've lost is looking down smiling at me, loving my freaking life. Because they did and they would want me to. It's okay and important and normal to feel all different feelings of grief at all different times. It's important to accept each stage of grief as it comes, even if it comes in a crazy, messy cycle that doesn't make any sense day to day. But it's also important to remember that you are still here. You're here with a purpose and... Your loved one would want you to make the most out of your time here. Thank you for being here and for listening. Thank you for allowing me to honor my dad in this way today. It's something that is so important to my heart. I appreciate each and every one of you so much. I appreciate you being on this journey with me. If you haven't already, please follow the podcast on Instagram. It's at L-Y-F-L podcast. And continue to send me feedback on what you're enjoying about episodes, what you'd like me to touch on in the future. I love hearing from you. I love hearing all the things. So until next time, I hope you love your freaking life, you take care of your freaking self, and you honor the memory of those that have gone before us. Thanks.